Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory from the Relevant Radio app. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. This is it. I'm so excited to be with you. It's your last opportunity to give during trending here on Relevant Radio as we're raising $3 million. But this hour, I'm just looking for 50 people to donate $50 or more. That's all I'm asking. All of us can push ourselves in one way or another to give those $50. Maybe it's part of your almsgiving going into Lent. Here's a way to start a little early, or maybe you can give more. If you'd like to donate, the phone number is 877-291-0123. Let's kick off the hour praying for Our Lady to intervene and helping us to make our needs met here at Relevant Radio and for 50 people to generously step forward and give. We're also praying for an end to abortion. We'll pray together at the Memoare. name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a marriage hour today on trending, and what's going on? Are you dating in a relationship? Are you marrying? Marriage is a goal, so that's the lens in which we look through some of the tough questions we'll actually be taking later on during the show, even questions that some soon-to-be newlyweds and age couple has. So if you're discerning marriage or in a season later, we're happy to dive in with you. My guest today is a licensed marriage and family therapist, Joe Sikora. He's also the author of a number of books. I highly recommend you can find him at joesecora.com. And our topic is how to stop being selfish in marriage. Maybe you have a question in that direction, uh, how to work through something you need to get over. The phone number, if you have a question, is 888-914-9149, or you can ask that question now on social media as well. I realized with being married, every day I'm married, I realize more and more so just how truly selfish I am. And I think that that's important to be able to see. It's one thing to have remorse and recognize it, but it's another thing to change it. And isn't that our struggle? You know, you might be someone who says sorry a lot. You know you're making mistakes, but you're not really changing. Uh, we've got to name it and claim it, but we've got to change. We've got to be transformed. And that is what happens when we are Catholic. I was just talking to my mom yesterday. She said, I don't know how someone can go to Mass and receive our Lord Jesus Christ in the Eucharist and not be transformed. And I agree. I don't know how we aren't convicted every time we encounter the Lord in the Eucharist. So what are some concrete steps that we can take to stop being selfish in marriage? Joe Secor is here with me now to help navigate us in the right direction with a little bit of sound science and therapy along with our faith. Welcome, Joe. So great to be with you. And what a wonderful topic. I I hope if there are people out there listening right now and they're saying, yes, I want to give, you would also consider giving to your marriage. And, you know, giving up of self is just a wonderful way. Obviously, we're approaching Lent, you know, when people traditionally think, like, okay, I've got to sacrifice. I've got to give up chocolate or alcohol. I always think about it from a more pro 
active pro-social aspect. In other words, rather than thinking about what can I give up, what can I give? You know, you want to move from being selfish, as you described, to being more selfless. And to do that, you've got to think, what can I give of myself? Yes, you can think, okay, I'm going to give up fighting. But to do that, you've got to replace it. You know, the brain doesn't like just giving something up. It doesn't like a vacuum. (laughs) You've got to replace it with something positive. And if you think about, like, maybe I can give some kindness. Maybe I can give my spouse uh, compliments or give of myself in some way to show appreciation. It's really entirely possible. I I did a talk uh, this uh, was last weekend at at a church, and there was about 150, maybe it was like 80 couples, something like that, 160 people. And there's such a need, such a desire. People want to be in that fulfilling, loving relationship because nothing makes us happier than we're in that than when we're in that very mature, loving relationship. And those who do, those who find themselves in that loving, kind relationship, are those who give of themselves who give love. And just like the Apostle Paul says, and I'm just just, uh, paraphrasing it, but he said, marriage is a decision to serve your spouse. And to serve is to love, and to love is to give of yourself. And that's what actually creates happiness. That serving and loving, the words we hear so often, Joe, when it comes to marriage, yet it's so difficult. It's so difficult. And I I always think of what Jesus said. I came not the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And I was even discussing this a week or two ago here on the show. We often cite the first part, but forget the second where he says to give himself as a ransom, to be held ransom for someone else. There's almost a sense of being a prisoner for another person. And that's what Jesus did. He gave himself up literally, not just as a prisoner, but as a bloody sacrifice. And that's what we're called to in marriage. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I am so heartened. I, As you know, as a therapist, I do a lot of work with individuals, and I do a lot of work with couples. It's very difficult work, and it's very rewarding. And just the other night, I was working with a, a wonderful couple, but a really struggling marriage, right? As many marriages are, they're really struggling. And, you know, the man, I'll say, I'm not going to obviously reveal who it is, but he said, you know, Joe, I've just learned to strive to be more patient. He goes, I'm exhausted, but if I can just calm myself and just breathe and just more be patient, you know, and I, I, I'm seeing growth. I'm seeing change within the marriage. I'm seeing a marriage that was really on the rocks, now closer to being a marriage that can really live out that till death do us part, you know, happily, not grudgingly, <laughs> not just like I grinned and bared it, but that loving union. So it's really possible if you're struggling right now, don't give up hope, give of yourself and you will find that marriage. One thing I always find interesting when we're taking questions about marriage is the questions are usually surrounding, well, my spouse has X, Y, and Z problem. What do I do? Instead, the question should be reversed. I have these problems. I respond in this way to these challenges in my marriage. How do I grow? And I think that that's the mindset shift that is helpful, as you were mentioning earlier, with heading into Lent. If you could give us just a couple key pieces of wisdom 
for working concretely on letting go of our selfishness and trying to make some real progress. I love the example you mentioned of, okay, you're struggling with patience, start with patience. It's is saving potentially God willing this marriage you just mentioned. What else would you recommend? You know, you actually just hit the ball out of the park when, when you said, you know, it's so easy to see what is wrong with our spouse. It's it's natural. I don't want to say it's good, but it's natural that we do it when something is going wrong. It's difficult to look at our own lives and say, this is what I'm doing. Uh, It's hard because we all feel beat up. Maybe you feel beat up because of a rough childhood. Maybe you feel beat up because just life is chaotic. So we don't want to feel as though we're beating ourselves up anymore by seeing what is wrong with ourselves. But just like Jesus said, it's so easy (laughs) to see the sliver in your neighbor's eye and miss the the you know the two by four in your own. But if we take that next step and say, okay, I, I do have problems, but I'm going to take some steps. I'm going to do something proactive. I'm going to, and, and here's what I'd say. The key is to keep it small, to take very small incremental steps. If you say to yourself, I'm going to rewrite the story of my marriage, that's not going to work because you're going to be, the brain is going to be too freaked out to say, what, <laughs> redo everything? But if you say, today, I'm going to commit, and maybe this would be a great Lenten practice, today, I'm going to show appreciation for my spouse in small ways. I'm going to be tender. I'm going to be loving in small ways. Then you're not going to be focused for too long on what you're doing wrong, because you're going to begin to notice what you can do right. And that's living out our faith, and that's living out the sacrament of marriage. What role do you think confession plays in overcoming the challenges in our marriage? I think it's big. In, in my book, The Whole World is Going Crazy, But You Don't Have to. I actually consulted my good friend, Father Dave, when I was writing this chapter on marriage. And he said, you know, we as Catholics have the sacrament of reconciliation, right? And, and part of that is contrition. To, to recognize that you've made mistakes, that you're not living out this Christ-centered life perfectly. That's contrition. That's the first step. Then once you feel that, you confess that, right? Obviously, I'm talking about the sacrament of reconciliation. You confess your sins. But when you do that with your spouse, when you take that model of reconciliation, the sacrament of reconciliation, and you apply it to your marriage, you're showing contrition, And then you're taking steps to, you confess, but then you do that positive step. You take that positive step and said, okay, I'm going to live my life differently, and this is how I'm going to do it. And once you take those first three steps, the contrition, the confession, the, that pro, I'll just call it pro-social behavior, right? The vow to do things differently. Then you actually experience that final step, which is reconciliation. And that's what we want in our marriages. That's how we want to live out our lives. So I think it's a very powerful model for actually living out a healthy, beautiful, Christ-centered marriage. That's licensed marriage and family therapist Joe Sikora here on Trend. You can find him and his books, including The Whole World is Going Crazy, but you don't have to. On his website, josecora.com, we're posting links on social media as well. Just follow me at Timmery, T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E. We're taking your questions, dating, relationships, marriage. Happy to take them with 
Joseph Core for some free Catholic advice. Our toll-free line is 888-914-9149, and it's sponsored by Catholic Order Foresters Life Insurance. We'll be right back. Up next is Father Rocky. Hi, this is Father Rocky, head of Relevant Radio. Evangelizing on the radio is the most effective and inexpensive way to spread the Word of God. Only pennies per hour per person. Please consider becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. You can join us for as little as $25 a month, and becoming a member comes with multiple spiritual benefits. Becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society also helps us keep our costs down. You give a set gift of $25 or more every month to Relevant Radio, and when we know we can count on your gift, we can reduce the amount of mail we send out. It helps us to budget better on our end, and of course, the same goes for you on your end. In this hour, we have matching funds. Give online at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. You can also give us a call at 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Please give from the heart to Relevant Radio. Kale Clark here from The Kale Clark Show and The Faith Explained, sitting in with Timory, who really needs no introduction. She's one of those first-name people. It's just Timory, like Cher. We know her, we love her, and we want to support her, and you got to do that right now. 877-291-0123, the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com, other ways to give. And guess what? Today is the last day to support Timory. Now, I know you say the pledge drive is still going on tomorrow. I know. I can wait till tomorrow. No, don't do it. Do it today because... By the time Timory's show rolls around tomorrow, the pledge drive will be over, done, kaput, finished, for better or for worse. So show your love for Timory. Support her right now. We're asking for 50 for 50. You've heard of the 30 for 30 series. Well, this is 50 for 50. We want 50 people to give $50 to support Timory in her fine work. And you've heard her talking with Joe Sakura about marriage. Well, let me tell you this. We had a, we had a wonderful, wonderful uh, endorsement, Timory, that has come in for you. And this is from Pat. And Pat says, Timory, my wife and I love your show. I'm particularly impressed by your discussions on how men and women complement each other and in your passion about married life. I just wish the quote-unquote mainstream would listen to you, Timory. Hey, there you go. This is perfect for this hour, talking about marriage. I love this topic because it's near and dear to the pangs of the culture. And I'm astonished just looking at the uh, sensation couple today hitting the Super Bowl, hitting the Grammys over the last week with uh, Kelsey and Swift. They're in the news. We're talking about them a little later on. And there's a reason why people are rebelling against them getting married at the same time obsessed with any ounce of news (laughs) about the two of them. Uh, But I want to come back. We're looking for 50 people to step up and give just $50 or more today. And you're responding. We need just 27 more people. Tim in National City just gave $50. Patricia, first-time gift as well, just gave $300. We had Valerie give $50. Thank Jose you, just gave $20. Bridget just gave $50 along with Giovanna. Tons of people are giving for the first time. Maybe you've thought, you know, I don't really have much to give. I'm not going to give to Relevant Radio. I'm just asking for 50 people to give 50 and that's you. You can do that. Kick off your almsgiving for Lent and let's start yeah. now. Absolutely. 877-291-0123. Support Trending with Timory. The Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. Give from the heart. And speaking of the heart, you you can't be sad for Tay-Tay and 
Mr. Kelsey. Come on, they're in love. <laughs> they're in love. All right, well, we'll see what Timmy has to say about that. But until she does, you got a couple minutes to call in. 877-291-0123. The Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com, other ways to give. Give from the heart. Do it now. It's your last chance to support Timmy. We're talking about what you're thinking about. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's so inspiring to see all these people who are first-time givers to Relevant Radio. 50 people. We're looking for 50 people to give $50. If you can give that, that phone number again is 877-291-0123. Whatever you can give, we are so grateful. Janelle and Dominic both just gave for the first time to Relevant Radio. You're next. Let's make this happen. If you love the programming here, please give that $50 and continue to support the work we are doing. Joining me now is licensed marriage and family therapist, Joe Sakura. We're taking your questions. If you'd like to find him and his books at joesakura.com. That's Joe, S-I-K-O-R-R-A.com. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist. A question came in from Jim. He said, Am I being selfish for wanting to have a less stressful job, but that doesn't pay as well? My wife, who's a stay-at-home mom, is not really happy, though, with the income. By the way, I hated my well-paying previous job as well. Joe, what are your thoughts here? (laughs) I think that's a great question. You know, we we tend to look at the success of our life largely uh, by, you know, how much money we're making. You know, we, we tend to place value on that. And yet you look at Jesus, you look at all the disciples, they were very simple men. You know, they lived out a simple but profound life without any wealth. I am an advocate of, of living joyfully. And you know what? You can only do a soul-crushing job so long. I think there are usually little sacrifices that you can make you know, you don't necessarily need a new car. A used car gets you there just fine. You don't need the biggest house. You don't need the new clothes. But you need peace. You need joy. You need love in your life. And and I think if you're feeling like you're in a job that's really robbing you of joy, it's going to start to spill over into your relationships. And you're going to start to feel resentment, perhaps, in your marriage. So, I, you know, shooting from the hip, I'd say, go for it. <laughs> Take the other job. <laughs> So just throwing in there, because there's multiple sizes. So what I think there's a lot of information that's not there. How big is that pay cut? You know, how detrimental if it's an irresponsible job choice that doesn't make ends meet? Obviously, I think the answer is a no. Right, Joe? Yeah, I agree. Obviously, it's, you know, I don't know the context. I don't know the finances. You know, if if all of a sudden you can't, I, I don't know, pay, put groceries, you know, in the refrigerator and stuff, then I'd say, yeah, you've got to make that sacrifice. Life isn't just about being happy. Life is about being joyful. One of the ways we find joy is by sacrificing, by giving of ourselves. So, you know, I mean, personally, my own journey, I, I gave up being an actor at a time that was really difficult in my own family's life. And I became a full-time god, a cop. You know, I walked away from my dreams of, you know, that creative fulfillment. But I found great fulfillment in sacrificing for my family and serving my community. So it wasn't something I wanted to do, 
but it's something that I did. And I think there was abundant blessings that came out of that decision. And I love that balance of seeing the love for your family and the responsibility you have, but also the love for your work. And you can find love for things that sometimes are seemingly mundane, but it is important. I like that you mentioned we do need to be happy in our circumstances. And I do always throw out there, Joe, we need to be living in a state of grace to find happiness. So if we're looking for happiness in a job before looking for happiness with God, I think it's a really good moment to kind of put ourselves in check, get our house in order first, and then start looking at making some changes. Yeah, and and I, and I don't find any place in our faith or in Scripture that says making more money will make you happier, you know, or having that high-paying job is going yeah. to lead to a more fulfilling life. It really isn't. If I was completely a secular therapist and I knew nothing about our Catholic faith or Christianity, I would still say sacrifice, giving of yourself, is the is the best way that you can find fulfillment in your own life. The way of the cross, the way that Jesus gives us, is really in our best interest. I like this question, and if you're just joining me, you're listening to Joe Sakura here on Relevant Radio on Trending with Timory. Jake on Instagram asked, if you were single today, where would you go to meet people today? And he said, please, both of you answer the question. I'll let you shoot first, Joe. No, you go first. <laughs> okay, I had a little bit of time to think about this, so that is somewhat okay. fair. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, you so... Can- I'll give a caveat and then I have a couple, I think, thoughts because I really had to take some time to think about this. It's a good question. So I would say before I give my three things, you got to make sure you're being honest with yourself about trying to be open to the prospects right in front of you in your community. Are you actually engaging in the communities you're in? Are you just home a lot? Are you closed off? Do you always act as if you're too busy? Do you not give people a chance when they're showing interest? I think that that's a really important first place. If you have done some soul searching in that area, then here's where I say, number one, start with living a sacramental life. Are you truly going to Mass and receiving our Lord Jesus Christ reverently and going to confession. From there, I know people are going to cringe a little bit at this, but I'm all about online introductions. I hate the words online dating because we don't date online. I say widen the net, open the door, throw yourself up there, see what happens on online introductions. In other words, online dating. Find a means, another means to open a door to meet other people. You never know where God will send someone. But in terms of a location to go, I think my third tip would be go to some Catholic conferences. There are great conferences that I've been to with tons of single people, tons of good-looking single people, interesting, fascinated, educated, professional individuals who love their faith. We have the National Eucharistic Congress coming up. There are niche areas in Catholic conferences, and it attracts people from out of the state and other areas. Take the time to do that. I love Eagle Eye Ministries. They have great retreats with lots of like-minded people of the faith. They have awesome retreats for young adults. So put yourself out there to grow in your faith at the same time as being open to new friendships that have larger draws to the events and you're placing it in the Lord's hand. I really just trust in those situations. But Joe, how about you? Where would you go if you were single today to meet people today? I think you just said everything. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I grew up in a different era. You know, I met my spouse in high school. Uh, but I, I think you just open yourself up. And I think what you said is put yourself out there, you know, whether it's at mass, at church, be open to love. So often we don't have love because we don't open ourselves to be loved. We don't open ourselves to be loved 
because we're too afraid to be hurt. So I think you've got to address that fear. And there's a, a million ways that God can bring that wonderful person into your life. Joe, thank you for taking the time to dive into this tough topic of relationships, dating, and marriage. If you'd like to learn more about Joe Secor, licensed marriage and family therapist, or read his books, head over to joesecora.com. That's Joe, S-I-K-O-R-R-A.com. I'll be right back with Kale Clark in a moment. This is Kale Clark from the Faith Explained and the Kale Clark Show joining Timory. We are halfway through trending with Timory for this hour, and we're just over halfway to our goals of 50 callers. We want 50 to give 50, 50 people to give $50 during this hour. Keep Timory on the air. Today's your last chance to do it. The pledge drive ends tomorrow before trending, before trending. So this is your chance to support her and take advantage of the partnership challenge. It's back. We didn't have it yesterday. But it's here now. Every dollar that you give to Relevant Radio is matched 100% dollar for dollar. So go to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Friendly operators are standing by. And you can also, of course, when you give online, take advantage of getting that extra gift that we're going to give you from Father Matthew Spencer. Great talk about how to live Lent in a profitable spiritual way. Lent starts next week. Start your alms giving. Now, Timory, I've got a great, great word of encouragement for you from Janice, who listens to the show regularly. And she said, Timory, you are so gifted day after day. You give your teachings. Your message needs to be presented in every church, especially to Christian men. And, and you know what? As a guy, I can tell you this. I am constantly asking for the advice of women, you know, because we, we, we need it. We absolutely need your wisdom. And, and Timmy, it's, it's, it's great to have a lady like you on the network. If you want to keep her going, call 877-291-0123, the Relevant Radio app and RelevantRadio.com. If you've supported us over the last few minutes, answering that call, we need 50 people to step forward, giving $50 or more. We're so thankful. Marie in Escondido, California, just gave $50. Mary in Hinsdale, Illinois, just gave $50 as well. Brian was wow. able to give a little bit more. He gave 113 Whatever you can give. Richard, Richard just gave $52. Thank you, Richard. If you are one of those people, we need, oh, news in, two more. Vic just gave for the first time to Relevant Radio from Montana. Tana, thank you for your first-time gift. An anonymous donor in Jackson, New Jersey, just gave $26 for the first time. Whatever you can give, we're looking for $50 or more. Please step forward. How can people give today, Kale? 877-291-0123 or go online, the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. We're so thankful for your support. Keep Timory on the air. Every gift is matched dollar for a dollar for these next few minutes. It's a partnership challenge. Large gifts are appreciated too because they are matched. It just helps to double your impact here. In what other venture are you guaranteed a 100% rate of return? You're reaching souls. Relevant Radio, give from the heart. 877-291-0123 and the Relevant Radio app. Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Okay, my producer Jim just asked, yay or nay, will Kelsey propose if he's on the podium and he wins? 
at the Super Bowl this coming Sunday. Travis Kelsey and lover Taylor Swift have been breaking the internet. People are obsessed absolutely obsessed with these two i think it's interesting i mean they are two of the most successful people over the last couple of weeks from the grammys to the super bowl and it's interesting because every time i open my phone whether it's twitter instagram the news someone shared something even a lot of fake news people keep throwing these fake news videos about them being engaged or expecting a baby all of it's bogus it's not true in fact travis kelsey this week addressed rumors that they were secretly engaged or soon to be so and he said something along the lines of he's just focused on one ring right now and that's winning the super bowl ring this weekend but if he wins will he propose i don't know but what's intriguing to me are two things on one side you see this massive obsession when it comes to kelsey and swift why do you think that is? I'd love to hear from you. You can go and ask, answer that question on my social media. It's a little bit of a, an intriguing conversation, but I really want to hear your thoughts on why people so adamantly object to the possibility that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, quote, are already looking at getting engaged or why people object to the fact that they're moving so quickly. It was funny because people really found out about Kelsey and Swift for the most part, when they saw Kelsey's mom and Taylor Swift sitting together in the stands. And for that, was that was already too much too soon. The, okay, is she a girlfriend sitting with the mom? It, it was interesting to me to see just the response of, whoa, this is happening a little too quickly. And people felt uncomfortable. I was talking to my sister about this earlier. She's a huge Taylor Swift fan. And my thought has always been, okay, people are obsessed because they love a good love story. She's extremely popular. But on the other side of it, people are objecting to her getting married, to her settling down and having a family. Why is that? I'd like to hear your thoughts on this one. I think that people are terrified of marriage and children today. And ultimately, it's a fear of commitment. But what's interesting is like at the same time, people want a happy ending and they're excited because they're dating. But the culture, I think this indicates how little faith the culture has in family life and being married and staying married. It's interesting because the news, the tabloids, practically since that people saw Taylor Swift with Travis Kelsey's mom in the stands as almost their announcement that they're together, basically, Ever since then, people have already been talking about them getting married and having kids. And I think that's because there's a natural order in the human person that's designed and integrated into our bodies that's oriented toward family life. But on the flip side of it, reality, the culture we live in, I think we know it's not as picturesque as it seems. Predominance of infidelity, porn and addiction the tug of career and its influence, the sacrifices necessary, the fear of abandonment, family wounds, family of origin, how you saw or didn't see marriage lived out in your home. These are real challenges, and when the rubber meets the road, people are scared. 
we fear, I think, intrinsically because we know that marriage is about having kids, though. That's what's intriguing to me. I think the greatest fear about marriage is because of the fear of family life, the fear that your life is, quote, seemingly over. And it is when you get married. And just think about it. When God has called people historically, look at the Old Testament to the New Testament. When he calls them for a great mission, he changes their name. Abram to Abraham. Sarai to Sarah. Simon to Peter. I could go through name after name where we saw these changes in sacred scripture. With a name change comes a new mission and a great sacrifice. And just for food for thought for a moment, when you get married, historically, you take on the name of your spouse if you're a woman. And I know a lot of people object to that. It's very trendy not to change your name or to slide your former last name into your middle name. It's another topic for another day. But what's interesting is that that's what intrinsically we know marriage is about. Because when you have another human being you're responsible for, especially the idea of having a child, well, you know your life has to change. Your life is over because you have a new mission. Your life as you know it has been nuked. And that's okay. It's funny when I used to post pictures of my kids online, there would always be the people who ooing and aahing, loving to see kids. But then there would be people who would also frequently comment about how they would never want to live in that type of bondage and that type of dependence and that it's a no for them. And that's what our culture thinks. And this is why I think we have this visceral response and objection from many people to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. At first, they were not just obsessed, but excited. But when things started to be moving quickly, well, I don't know about this. Kelsey and Swift have wooed us the last three, four months. They seemingly are the number one thing, people, I guess you could say, couple, discussed online. But when it comes to whether or not they'll get married, I don't know. I could see it happening because you know, when you know that you want to marry someone, when you know you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, when you know this is the person I could picture myself having children with, then you know. And they're in a place in their lives where they can do that. But I think part of the reason why people also object is they know that that's a total change in Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's future, their careers, their slowdown in terms of what they produce. And it brings to mind the same question for ourselves when it comes to commitment, children, and marriage. Can you set yourself aside enough to see it through, to stay committed in marriage, through, as the vows say, in good times and in bad, for richer or poor, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. Because the Catholic Church teaches that marriage is permanent while here on earth. We're called to be faithful, no infidelity. We're called to be fruitful, to have children. And we're meant to enter into it totally and freely with joy. But when we don't enter into it being open to life, when we don't enter into marriage, with the intent to be faithful, well, yeah, then a lot of wounds can really come to the surface. But I'll tell you what, I have had the great honor to be around a lot of older couples, both in my work and pro-life work, but also for years I've taught Pilates as well, one-on-one with people who can afford what's really kind of a more pricey type of exercise and people who have had all kinds of back injuries, hip injuries. And I've always been amazed to see person after person, couple after couple, as I have one spouse who's been married 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, and 
time and time again. The ones who stay together are the ones and the ones who make it work, even when it's difficult and even when I hear them gripe about their spouses, the ones who make it work and feel so confident and safe in their marriages are the ones who believe that marriage is permanent in good times and bad and sickness and in health till death do us part. That fidelity, the confidence in knowing that he is in marriage for the long haul and I'm in marriage for the long haul, even in the midst of the messiness of marriage, that makes a world of difference. So if you're discerning marriage with someone, do you really mean it when you say you're in it for the long haul? No matter what life circumstances send your way. And is the person you're dating or engaged to, are they of the same mindset? Because if they're not, that's no way to start a marriage with the insecurity that someone might not stick around. But if you know you're entering into marriage with someone who's in it for the long haul and is going to work to continue to find peace and joy and sacrificial love, that's good news. And maybe that's what Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have found. And maybe that's why they're moving so quickly because they found someone who they could see themselves sacrificing for, changing for, growing with, and having kids with. Coming up, what's the purpose of marriage? An interesting question came my way and it's going to be a little bit dicey of a response, but stay with me because we're talking a little bit more about Soon-to-be newlyweds, currently engaged couple, and their questions. What's the purpose of marriage? And by the way, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Swift and Kelsey. Also, who's going to win the Super Bowl? can go and comment on my social media post. Just go to Timmery at T-I-M-M-E-R-I-E. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. Thank you. I'm new to the faith. I was afflicted with drug addiction for 10 years but I've been sober now for seven. I was also afflicted with sex addiction. Uh, I want to start by saying pornography is the most dangerous drug for your mind. The danger of it is it wires your brain in such a fashion that you become engulfed with this fallacy of entitlement, that you are entitled to lust, that you feel no one else, especially your spouse and children, have any say in. I realized the external sources around me were too great. I cut out social media. I cut out FM radio, switched to AM radio, and just started scrolling where I found relevant radio. And I've been listening to your show for about three or four months now. I'm just hooked on relevant radio. Support our mission at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app. Hey, this is Kale Clark from The Kale Clark Show and The Faith Explained Program joining Timory for this hour of trending. We've got some amazing, amazing news for you. And no, no, the news is not that uh, Kelsey has proposed to Taylor <laughs> Swift. He did say that, yeah, yeah, he hopes to get a ring this weekend, but a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. Do you think she's offended by that? I I don't think so. I don't think so. But but you know, you, we I should come on and talk to you about this whole thing. But by, by the way, I've actually been to a Taylor Swift concert. If you can ask me about oh, that later. Oh my word! By choice, was, are you a Taylor Swift fan? I'll tell you. I, I'm not going to admit to that right now. But I'll tell you what. You can ask me about that at the end of the show in our last little segment. But okay, we've got no more way. important things to take care of right now, uh, and it's this. I got to tell you, Timmy. Great news, Aurora. Aurora. Oh, where did she go? 
Oh, I hate when the screen changes on me like this. But anyways, New Aurora. Mexico from New yes, Mexico. from New Mexico. Sorry that you found it. Okay, he's just given a gift of a thousand dollars to Relevant Radio and Trending with Timory, and that will be double to two thousand dollars because it's a partnership challenge hour, and there's still a few minutes left. You can get in on this. It's your last chance to support Timory for these next fifteen minutes because guess what? The pledge drive will be over by the time her show rolls around tomorrow. So call right now eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. Go to the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. Check out the gifts. We want to give back to you at different giving levels. And we're almost at our target of 50. Now, we asked for 50 people to give $50. We've got 46 people who have given. Some have given more. Some have given less. That's great. Just give. That's all we're asking for. And and it's all going to work out for the glory of God. 877-291-0123. Give from the heart, relevantradio.com and the Relevant Radio app. We need four more people to give $50 to meet our target. Teresa gave $50. Orlando gave. Elia gave $50 for the first time, actually, in Los Angeles, California. We also have Christina, who gave for the first time this week and gave online. So are you next? Can you give $50 or more? Whatever you can give, we appreciate. But we're looking for 50 people to give $50. In fact, we have another person who just stepped forward. In fact, Cindy gave hundred dollars so what can you give christina gave as well for the first time three hundred dollars so four more people we've got about 15 minutes and don't wait for someone else to say okay i'll give that's you start your almsgiving early for lent and give to relevant radio this is your last opportunity to give this hour and every gift you give is matched Taylor Swift, if you're out there, call in. You've got something to give here. 877-291-0123. It will be doubled, no matter how big it is. Trust us. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. Let's keep this program going. Let's keep Timory on the air. Today is your last day to take part in the partnership challenge for Trending with Timory. Get from the heart. 877-291-0123. We're talking about what you're thinking about. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. What's the purpose of marriage? I think it's a legitimate question as people are debating Kelsey and Swift. And I actually, how would you feel? Would you be offended if you're hearing news about him possibly proposing and he says the only ring he's focused on is a Super Bowl ring? I don't know. I'd like to hear that statement. But at the same time, he did kind of squash the rumor. So I don't know. Just a, a funny thought. You can add that to your comments on my social media post about Kelsey and Swift as I have a couple questions there. But a question came in. Marriage question. And this is a really good one uh, that needs to be addressed because I think it's it's a problem. So you can guess how I'm going to uh, look at this. But Shannon wrote me an email. She said, my fiance and I are wondering how we will consummate our marriage if I'm fertile on our wedding night and we're trying to avoid pregnancy at that time. To which every dude listening is just kind of laughing. He's like, you want to know how? Okay, anyway, my joke's joke's gone. Congratulations, Shannon, to you and your soon-to-be husband. Prayers during this time of discernment because even when you're engaged, it still is a time of discernment. You haven't tied the knot yet. So, Shannon, I think there's a bigger picture to this that I don't know all the details as to why you are going into marriage adamantly needing to avoid pregnancy. We know part of the sacrament of matrimony is that you consummate the marriage. It's important because children are 
core to marriage. We know that the end of marriage is the procreation education of children. So I'm going to ask a really blunt question to be discerned. Why are you getting married if you need so desperately to avoid having children that you're avoiding pregnancy right out of the gate? Because the Catholic Church's teaching is that we're called to be open to life. And my concern, and I've seen this with my peers, and again, there may be a very serious and legitimate reason that you're waiting. However, that might be a serious and legitimate reason to wait a little while to get married, potentially. Or maybe it's not really a legitimate, serious reason. I encourage any couple, every couple, engaged, married, married for decades, to read Humana Vitae, the great teaching encyclical on married love and contraception and the problems with it. It's a great, great, great encyclical. It's not that long, easy to read. You should read it together. But there really is a poison in the mindset of couples today surrounding marriage and children. It's a contraceptive mindset that can really poison marriage even when contraception isn't being used. It's not in play in your marriage or in your intentions. There may be a legitimate and serious reason to discern potentially waiting a little while to have children and honoring the body using recourse to natural family planning to abstain during fertile times from having a baby. There may be a legitimate reason, but couples have a responsibility to discern this prayerfully as we're culpable before God about our openness to life. The church teaches that every marital act is meant to be both one unitive and two procreative so that it's for the good of the spouses, for the union of the two, but it's open to life. And people can use natural family planning with a contraceptive mindset in the eyes of the world. In fact, there are a lot of people who could care less about whether or not they're taking oral contraceptives or using any barriers. And they look at NFP and they say, isn't that just Catholic contraception? It can be treated that way. I also think that this needs to be said. It's not said enough. You don't have to practice natural family planning if you are Catholic. I think there is a lot of talk and trend today that, oh, if you're Catholic, it's the Catholic thing to do to know and do NFP. It's not. It can be used for legitimate medical and serious reasons. Natural family planning is a new development. There's a beauty to marital abstinence if necessary for a season in life, and that's okay. I've used natural family planning to achieve pregnancy. I've used natural family planning because it's a medical science. And when I've needed it for medical reasons, for necessary information on my body, I've used it. But not to avoid children altogether. And I think that's part of the beauty of natural family planning for people who are struggling to have kids It's a means to help have babies. And actually, we'll be joined tomorrow here by a fertility and fertility specialist to talk about women's health issues, natural family planning, especially during that later season in life where you're approaching menopause, you've been married longer, maybe you're in in that area of 40s or 50s, and there's a little bit of fear about having children. We'll talk about the medical and health side, along with navigating being open to life at a time that isn't really seeming to be that season that you think you'd have kids. But Back to this question, even less than ideal times to have a baby and be pregnant, we're still called to be open to life. Now, when I found out I was pregnant with my second little girl, we weren't in the headspace. We weren't planning. A baby was totally a surprise and a joyful surprise because we are totally open to life. 
Did I want to be pregnant at the time? No, I really didn't want to. I wanted to be living back in California where it was nice and warm and better weather and I could get outside and feel more healthy, not stuck inside all the time the way I felt that I was uh, with the cold weather and sometimes the humidity as well. And so when I found I was pregnant, there was a little bit of like, oh, I really hope that we would be home first. Were we doing something to avoid it? Were there some reasons for health that could have been more beneficial to wait? Sure, but we didn't have a legitimate, serious reason to avoid pregnancy. And this is where the conversation needs to be when it comes to being open to life. And it brings us back to that question, what is the purpose of marriage? Shannon, you're getting married very soon. Praise the Lord. How exciting. But if you're absolutely trying to avoid babies the night you're getting married, I think that's concerning. And I challenge you to prayerfully discern and talk with your husband. I had a dear friend, many of them actually, but a dear friend who when he was getting married, he was like, well, the Catholic thing to do is to practice NFP. I talked to my fiance about it and we're just going to use NFP and, you know, we won't have kids for a couple years and it's great. And he thought it was totally moral and cool. And I looked at him, I said, well, why? He said, I don't want to have kids for a couple of years. I'm not ready. And I said, well, then why are you getting married? And he just stopped. He said, well, because I want to. I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Okay, well, just because we want to spend our lives with someone, that isn't the reason that we get married. Marriage is oriented toward new life. Marriage is oriented toward sacrificial love. And not every couple will be able to have children. But if we're immediately, right out of the gate, objecting to children, it's actually a violation of the great sacrament of matrimony that calls us at the altar before God to say that we are indeed open to the new babies that may or may not come. Hey, this is Kale Clark from The Kale Clark Show and The Faith Explained Program, asking you to go in a very swift manner, pun intended, to the phones and support Timory. Oh, that fell flat. <laughs> But Timory always laughs at my jokes, even if you're not. So I thank you for that, Timory. 877-291-0123. That shows that Timory has very good taste, and we want her to stay on the air. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, other ways to give. In these next four minutes, it's your last chance to support Timory. Traditionally on the network, we we end the pledge drive right before the Kale Clark Show tomorrow, 5 p.m. Central. So this is your last official chance to promote Timory's show and to keep her on the air, and your gift will be doubled because of our partnership challenge. We didn't have this yesterday. It's back today. Every dollar that you give is matched 100%. Got some good news, Timory. We have hit our target of 50 callers, 50 gifts. Thanks, Woo! everybody, who has come through Praise for us. Lord. Amen. Teresa Amen. in Vista. Oh, by the way, I told you, a lot of guys like to listen to your show. Dan in Stanton, California, took you up on your offer. Timory asked for 50 people to give $50. Dan came through in Stanton, California with a $50 gift. He's a new donor. Thank you so much, Dan the Man. Teresa in Vista, California has come online as a new donor and given a gift of $50 as well. Thank you, Teresa. St. Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. You're kind of a saint to us right now. And it's not too late to give. We were looking for 50 people this hour. Whatever you give, let's give some extra. In fact, we had one more person, Serafina, just step forward and give $375. Every dollar you give is matched. So let's be generous with the Lord because if you give right now, we are able to bring more to Relevant Radio, actually grow 
grow the network by new radio stations. We recently bought stations in places such as Ohio, a newer station over the last couple of years in California, Texas, Florida. And it's so exciting to see we are reaching new people in new markets. And if you can join and support Relevant Radio, every dollar you give is matched. So if you can give $50, don't wait for someone else. Maybe we can hit 55 or the next moment or here. So I'm looking for four more people to step forward and give today. Absolutely. And even if you're international, you can give to Relevant Radio. And you can do that through the Relevant Radio app, relevantradio.com. Marlene in Elliott Lake, Canada, my fellow Canadian. Oh, Canada has stepped up and has donated $10. Thank you so much, Thank Marlene. You. Appreciate you. God bless you. That becomes 20 because of the partnership challenge. It's back just for these next two minutes. Orlando in Nevada has given $150. And that becomes $300. Lawrence in Phoenix, also with a $150 gift, that becomes $302. James in Illinois in Brookfield has come in with a $100 gift online. Anybody who gives online through the app or the website gets that beautiful talk by Father Matthew Spencer on Living Lent Better. We're going to send that to you as an MP3. Support Timory right now, 877-291-0123 and on the Relevant Radio app. We need three more people. That starts with you. Beth just gave. So we need three more people at giving level of $50 or more today. This is the last opportunity to donate to Relevant Radio during Trending's Hour. Susan just gave $50 in West Covina, California. Thank you, Susan, for your gift. And Janet gave $52. So we need one more person to step forward and we will have met our some of our goals and hopes for this hour and everything you give. Each dollar is matched. So why wait? That one person very well might be you. Diego in San Jose, California has just come in with a $25 gift online. That is his second gift of the week. Hey, Diego, I should call you San Diego. You're in San Jose, but you have become very saintly to us. Thank you for that second gift. Really appreciate that. Ferdinand, Ferdinand in Livingston, California has come in with a $77 gift. Woo, that's going to be doubled as well. Also a new donor, also giving online. They're coming in fast and furious, Timory. 877-291-0123. The Relevant Radio app and relevantradio.com. Check out our Pledge Drive premiums and our partnership challenge. These next two minutes, your gift is matched 100% dollar for dollar, Timory. And I have exciting news. We've broken that 55 mark. Marvin just gave in Ooh. Long Beach for the first time, giving $50. Michael just gave $31. Lawrence gave $150. Thank you for helping us to meet our needs here at Relevant Radio. We still have a ways to go to finish out tomorrow. We need $3 million by the end of the day. So if you can give, I'm asking you, just start with that $50 level. And if you can give more, we are so grateful but we have a million dollars to raise in the next day so relevantradio.com or the relevant radio app thank you for helping us to meet our need this hour